to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Listen on the block 93.7 The Ticket. Nate Brennan, Nick Sainert joining me today. If you've been listening over the past couple weeks, no Bach. He has been doing a lot of stuff with the College World Series, but that is now over. We'll get into that a little bit later. Old Miss is officially your national champions for college baseball. So Bach was able to see that firsthand. Also, the Husker Hall of Famer Eric Strickland, he is out. He's at a celebrity golf tournament. No, Nick and I were not welcomed. We were not invited. We were actually told to stay as far away as possible. So, unfortunately, we are not golfing right now. 4-2-4-6-4-5-6-8-5. That's the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. We want to hear from you. And we also want to hear from the man with the plan on three sports, the man that has paved the way, taken over Twitter, taken over the web, does it all. I bet I bet this Steve guy Sable. I bet this guy's invited to the celebrity golf. <laughs> he tournament. probably was. Where you sit? Were you invited to the celebrity golf tournament? No, I, I, you know what? If I was invited, I wouldn't go. Oh uh, come on! Gee, what, what are we come doing? on! No, well, so no. Those things to me are a colossal waste of time, um, and I don't have a lot of time with two jobs to spend yeah, an afternoon. I feel that chasing a golf ball around um, and having a bunch of small talk. So no, I no, I don't, I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm just being very real. You sound like, <laughs> you sound like, like a grumpy old man. No, Snip. I think that he's. Do I, do, but am I a grumpy old man? Would you say, Nick, I'm a grumpy old man? Well, I did spend a week with you, and and throughout the entire time, I mean, it was it was a good, enjoyable week. Um, I, I didn't I didn't find you grumpy in those five days, though. You sound spiteful. Not, you weren't I'm, invited. Oh, I'm not grumpy. I, I just don't think that I'm in a stage in my life where I need to be out messing around when i i got work to do sip were you upset you weren't invited be honest god no i no. <laughs> well no. i was a little bit hurt that i was invited tournaments and they're thinking about inviting me don't bother i'm not gonna do it i don't play <laughs> the call I, I don't know i just don't I don't think I'll ever do that. So I found out that this is a fun game to play with sipple where are you sip and what are you doing right now i'm in my home office and i'm writing a call oh okay I'll be at the ticket for Nicole. Nick, I'm going to see you. Oh, man, I'm going to see Sip tonight. 7-15. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm seven... uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, hopefully I'll have my column done by then. Yeah. Um, go to a Scooters or something. Oh, there you go. Get some coffee. I'm not going to go to a Scooters. I, I don't work at home. You can go to the mill. How are you guys doing? What's going on? What's <laughs> we're doing, honestly, we're All not right. doing anything. No, th- just... thanks for bringing this back. All right, so Steve Sipple, early break on three sports, 4246456855, Honda Lincoln, Heartline, Star Game, Text Line. Sip, my, my first question for you, and we don't have to dive too much into the specifics, the details, because it's not really our place to say anything, but obviously Nuri, uh, a guy that we're very close to here at 93.7 The Ticket, he is officially unavailable. He He's going to be suspended for the 2022 season. I'll just ask you, who do you think's the most likely guy to step up into that starting rotation on the offensive line, and, and how, how concerning really is this? Well, I think Nuri was – I mean, he had the inside track, obviously, to be the left guard based on the fact he started the, last, the final seven games in that position last season and played pretty well. 
Uh, he's a good player, and he's well-respected in the program. And, and by the way, he remains well-respected in the program. You know, it's interesting. I don't – yeah, it's, he's a seven-game starter from last year, so it's a, it's a loss for sure. The fact he's around, I think, mitigates the damage. He's not – you know, he's not – he's going to practice. He's, he'll be with the team. That helps. And then also they have guys. I mean, I, I – there's a lot of options. And I'm not sure that, for instance, Turner Corcoran would be a drop-off. And I think that's that's one distinct possibility to have Teddy. You know, if Teddy Prohaska comes back strong at left guard, excuse me, left tackle, to move Turner Corcoran into that guard spot. Turner can literally play any position on the line, including probably center. Um, but I think you could see a line that left to right is Prohaska. Turner Corcoran at left guard, Trent Hickson. I'd say Trent Hickson has the inside track to be the starting center. I'd say Brock Bando has the inside track to be the right guard. And I, and I think they really want Bryce Benhart to become the type of player that can nail down the right tackle job. But, you know, what I just laid out, the only real sure thing, in my opinion, in that in that in that configuration is Teddy. I, I don't, I don't know that you'd say there's a sure thing other than Teddy Hickson is trending pretty close. I'd say to a sure thing at center and Bando probably to a slightly lesser extent at right guard, but those guys got to win those jobs. So it's sort of an interesting conversation. Uh, it, it, yeah, there's a lot. There's a still a lot that's up in the air, but I still feel pretty good about the line overall, and I feel good that they have a lot of different pieces. Sip, a, a big conversation we were having earlier, and the listeners were were chiming in too. Is what kind of role Mark Whipple is going to have with the offense this season? I know in the past we've seen Scott Frost maybe not step on toes. I, I don't want to use that maybe for lack of better words, but he's he's had a hand in the offense. And he, we bring in Mark Whipple. There's obviously a lot of changes within the coaching staff. How big of a role do you think Mark Whipple is going to have in the play calling this season and, and kind of the development of Casey Thompson? Uh, the the biggest role, the the role. <laughs> it's his offense. This is Mark. I didn't bring him in to, to, um, to go to Frost's office and pass ideas by the head coach. No, this is this is Whipple. Um, Whip, this is Whipple. He'll play. He'll call the plays. He'll develop the quarterbacks as he sees fit. Um, this is Whipple's offense. Um, that's that's my understanding. Um, I, yeah, I'm sort of surprised when people ask me that. Mm. This is yeah. This is Whipple. Um, Frost is. You know, I think that that discussion about Frost taking a step back as a CEO is real. Now, I mean, he's got a lot of, no, I mean, he's been a, he's been a pretty good play caller over the course of his career and has a lot of working knowledge. that's useful. And some of his offense is going to be used. So he'll have a voice, but it, if it, I just don't think it'll evolve in any other direction other than this is Whipple's offense. When we ask about the offense, Come September and October, November, we're, we'll be talking about Whipple's offense. Sip, we're talking to Steve Sipple of On Three. Sip, when you and I were talking a couple weeks ago, we actually had that discussion about Mark Whipple, and you said something interesting 
about why Mark Whipple would take this job. I want you, I want to I want to hear you reiterate that once again. And what kind of move was it for Mark Whipple in this stage of his career to go to a place like Nebraska after he had a pretty successful season at Pitt? Oh, I mean, I don't know all the dynamics, but it's certainly it's certainly sort of interesting. You know, he's sixty five, or he'll be sixty five. I think he's sixty five right now, mm-hmm. or will be shortly. Wouldn't it be interesting for his career? to wrap it up by helping lead a turnaround at a place as prestigious at Nebraska. I mean, to have his name on that project, like we just laid out, like I just laid out, mm-hmm. and that to have his name associated so prominently with a turnaround season or a turnaround, you know, if they, if they can get, you know, if they can get seven or eight wins this season and then come back next year, and be even better and, and thus begin perhaps the turnaround of this prestigious program that has struggled. I mean, what a way to kind of push, push into your retirement. I mean, that would be a, it would be a, I mean, it would, I, I think it would be immensely satisfying. Um, I don't know how much Whipple, you know, some guys are, con, are much more concerned about their legacies than others depends who you talk to but if he was concerned about his legacy well think about it he's already his legacy in the in the sport of football is already pretty strong i mean in that especially in the circles of nfl and big time collegiate football he's known guys know him guys recognize him as a successful coach but boy talk about a legacy enhancer um it'd be really interesting for him if he could do that i'm not sure that's why he here i don't know um mm-hmm. there's different reasons but <laughs> usually it's money oriented um and he's you know he's being paid handsomely but i would think if he is concerned about his legacy wow what a what a what a legacy enhancer that would be sip over the weekend maverick noonan he commits to nebraska D- does this surprise you at all or is this one of those recruits that he's a surefire to go to nebraska and it's just something it was just only a matter of time when he committed yeah, I hate to hear it framed up that way because, okay, this is, see, I do come off as a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> sort of uh, abrasive. Uh, I, uh, I never, I never play these down when a, when a kid from, for instance, Elkhorn South with that name and that, and that kind of level of, he's, he's pretty sought after. I mean, he turned down to Iowa and Minnesota and Michigan State. I just, I just framed it up to my co-host, uh, my good friend Jacob Sorensen. This way, if he committed to Iowa, all we'd be talking about today is that. Oh my lord! Yeah. So, so yeah, if he committed to Iowa, it would dominate the discussion to such an annoying level that I would con- I would consider going and playing golf at that point. <laughs> wow, um, maybe go. for good, just covering golf. Um, yeah, I mean, so I don't want to gloss over it when an in-state kid does commits to Nebraska, they'd lock it down and the fact the kid says these wonderful things about chemistry in the program and that Frost did a great job recruiting me. Why 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 would we gloss over it when on the other hand if he went to Iowa it would that there would be literally sirens going off right now. I so no it's a big get I think from that standpoint. But also he's you know he's an edge rusher um which is always attractive, you know, if he's if he is a guy that can get seven sacks in the season eventually 
eight sacks. Maybe he's a 10 sack guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. And then got the bloodlines. Now I'm old enough to remember his father vividly. Yeah. Uh, Danny was a, Danny was the 12th overall pick in the 1987 draft. And it's great to have, I think the legacy element matters and it certainly matters in this discussion because it would be, well, you can't even get a legacy in the program. So, um, and then just if you read Maverick's comments, the Nebraska clearly did a great job recruiting him. And he, to the point where it seemed like it was a pretty easy decision for him. And so that's all, I think that's all worth discussing. Yes, yeah, we're talking to Steve Sipple of On3.com. Uh, Sip, on, on that note, I mean, he talked, Maverick talked about the relationships, especially with Zach Duvall and, and calling him Zach instead of Coach Duvall and things like that. Just little cues like that may, you know, kind of show some show some cards into how Nebraska is, you know, recruiting and things like that. But when you look at Nebraska's class, they have 10 guys in the fold currently right now. Um, five of those are in state. I mean, I mean, when we look at this staff and we see Mickey Joseph and we see Barrett Rude and, and obviously Scott Frost and, and other guys, I mean, how much has the in-state recruiting improved in your eyes this year just because of, of what they've been able to do? It hasn't improved that much. To me. Oh, I guess not improved, because but I guess – never get, that bad. Yeah, exactly. If you look at the track record of Frost, Nick, over the course of his – you know, since 2018 mm-hmm. – He's done very well in state, except really for the 2021 group. Mm-hmm. And I don't have I did I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you know he lost the top three guys mm-hmm. from the state in the class of 2021, which has sort of clouded the discussion. It put a kind of a dark cloud over the discussion. But if you really delve into it, if you really look at it and go back to the classes of 19, you know, I class of 18 is germane, but less germane because it was a transition class. Mm-hmm. If you look at 2019 and 20 and 21 and 22 and now 23, they've done a good job in state. I mean, it hasn't. It's, so I don't, I don't think they needed to improve. Now they're doing an exceptionally good job. I would say, of course, Malachi Coleman's out there um, in this class. And Davon Hall is a big one, a big one in the I believe he's class of 24. Yes. But they've done good, um, really, really well in this case. And I think NIL has helped helped them Mm -hmm. in this recruit in recruiting. Um, I I think I can say that out loud. I mean, it's it's sort of an undercurrent discussion, but I don't I don't think that's hurting them any. So that yeah, I'd say especially considering a three and nine record to get these kids locked in, I'd say it's pretty commendable. Ziff, we're going to have to let you go, but before we do, this yeah. $1 thing has to be a joke, right? The the, the joke is over. <laughs> we understand. Like It, it was funny <laughs> no, at the not, time, no, but is, is that just, still going on? Just, just sign up for a dollar. Yeah, you get a whole year for a dollar. Oh thanks, for, thanks for asking. Um, On3.com, you know, you get Nebraska coverage for a dollar. It's a steal. I mean, the column I'm writing right now is probably worth about $7. Please, so, get out of town. All right. Seven so, cents, right? Yeah, I'm not on vacation. I'm not playing golf. <laughs> um, I'm working. Can and, can can we get a, a hint at the article? Yeah, I'm right, you know what I'm writing about? What? Um, I talked to some guys about why Garrett Nelson has become probably the foremost leader of the team. Like, probably the leader. Mm. Um 
Now, there's others. There's other guys that are leading. He's not the only leader, but he's he's become kind of the man. And so it's sort of interesting to hear the guys talk about Garrett. Well, Sip, if people want to get some more of your great coverage, how can they do so? Uh, just go to on3.com. Yeah, I just say the best way to put it, I always tell like my family, I'm covering Nebraska for on3.com, and it's literally $1. And um, it's going really well. I love the job. It's um, it, it, The access this summer has been incredible, and um, – there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff on there, including including I thought last night was a big story when Grant Hansen broke that Wichita State pitcher. Nick Nick's probably familiar with all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a Will Bolt Will Bolt is signing a kid from well, he signed he signed a kid from Wichita State that was actually their ace mm-hmm. in 2021. So yeah, a lot of good coverage on there. But, they, but Grant Hansen's doing a great job with baseball. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Sip. We will go ahead and talk to you soon. Take care of yourself. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. I appreciate it. See you in a little bit, Nick. I I can't (laughs) wait. Triple Pump will be here. (laughs) Okay, TP. See you later. There he goes. Steven Sipple on three sports. I always have to ask him, like, one of these days I think he's going to be like, Pranked all of you, only a dollar, psych. But you said it's only a dollar. Yeah, I signed up before they could uh, get you know, get it taken care of. That's or get rid of it. So, I mean, on three sports, they're doing yeah. a lot of good stuff over there. Got Brian Munson too. Yeah, Husker baseball keeps adding guys. I know. I, I just keeps on adding. Reason to uh, sign up for on three four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Strick is not here, but we still play for the people. Shootout with Nick will come to you next. Our category is. MLB midseason ish. It's not quite midseason yet, but we're we're approaching it. So go ahead and call now. 424-645-6855. $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings is on the line. Shoot it with Nick. Comes to you next on 937 the ticket.